Welcome to the Chantal Hyde Canada's Dating Coach Podcast, where you'll learn to love and be loved. Come understand how powerful you are and share in our common experiences so that we can all grow together. Like Chantal loves to say, let's do this. Hi, honey. Hi, love. How are you? I am so good. You are killing it. <gasps> so are you. Oh, well, thank you. I swear you're in my head every single day. You know what? That is common. I love when my clients say, I hear your voice in my head all the time. I say, what would Chantel do? It's so true. I And I'm just like, sometimes I'm cussing you out. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay with that too. I'm like, damn it, why do I, why did I take the pill? And now I know, and now I have to do this. But it is so much for the better. Yeah. So a lot's been going on. Tell me more. Um. So like in the beginning of October, I met, or well, this man reached out to me on my platform. He saw my video about dating the 25-year-old that kind of went viral. Um, so he actually didn't really know what my platform was and what I talked about. Um, and he just sent me a really cute message that was like, you know, hey, if the 25-year-old doesn't work out, um, maybe someone more age appropriate would, uh, you know, would work. I would love to take you out to dinner. And if nothing comes of it, at least you have content for your platform. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. And I don't usually respond to men, um, but I did think he was cute. And uh, and I liked kind of his platform. And of course I looked at him on Facebook and I, I, I saw what I liked, I saw. What I saw, I liked. So I reached out and I was like, I mean, we could give it a try, but there's no guarantees here, you know? And he was like, great. So we met and it was a great dinner. He is, he's 30 years sober. So he's very, um, he's been in the AA meetings for 30 years. He still goes twice a week. You know, he's like a sponsor for a lot of people. He is very much like involved with men and helping men be men and grow and develop. And he knows he's been in therapy. He knows like, he's just deep. We have very, very deep conversations, which I love because it's not often that I meet a man that I can have deep conversations and I can ask like, what's your trauma? And they know what I'm talking about, you know? And, and he's very open about it and stuff. So, and I think he's super handsome. Mm -hmm. He's 57. So he is 11 years older than me, um, which is in my opinion, I I, th I need a more mature man, very cultured, very 
art, music, very successful in his career and life and stuff and owns a home, owns a car, like has his shit together in that way. Loves animals, all this great stuff. So I have a part to play in this as well. I, things got intense fast with not physical. We did not get physical. I told him on the first date, this was my rule. And he was really shocked. He was like, what? I had no idea. And so we went out again, also wonderful time, but it just was like four hour conversations every night, texting all through the day very it moved kind of fast i don't know how else to say that but it felt like it was moving fast so i had you in my head and i was like oh my gosh we need to slow down you know trying to like take some breaths and slow down and then he had more questions about this three-month rule which look when i first heard the three-month rule from you I had a lot of questions too. I needed convincing. Um, I needed you to convince me that I was capable of doing this. Right. Which is why I have these things all over my room. Yes. I have control. And, I am in control. Yes. And a woman of my word. So, um, so we spent probably like two nights talking about this and I probably was, you know, I, he was kind of being the devil's advocate a little bit and asking questions. Well, what about this? And what about that? And how come you don't want to go with the flow? And I've never done this before. So I felt like he's kind of maybe, are you being argumentative about this? But, but I also want to have patience because I know that it was a hard pill for me to swallow too. And then he said something that really triggered me. I don't know if you saw my video this morning, but he said, so you don't trust me already. And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't know you. I've only known you a week. Yeah. And he was, he was like, wow. Cause I totally trust you. Like I can look at you and tell that you're genuine and trustworthy and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, well, um, have you ever been raped? Have you ever been sexually assaulted? Have you ever been, had domestic violence from a woman against you? Have you ever been with a narcissist? Have you been emotionally, psychologically, and financially abused? And he's like, no. And I'm like, I have. So I'm going to need some time yeah. to move slowly. I need to feel safe. I need to earn, I need I need to earn your, you need to earn my trust and so on and so forth. And I said, and he said, why? He, when he said, I just don't understand why you can't trust me. I heard my ex-boyfriends. He said the exact same thing. Right. So Holly freaked out and Holly jumped shit. And I was like, I'm out. I've heard that before. I'm definitely not falling for this shit again. And I jumped shit. And he was shocked yeah, and sad. 
And can we talk about this some more? Like, I just need to like talk about this some more. And I was like, nope, I'm done. Thank you. So 10 days later, he texted me and he was like, you know, I just want to check in and see how you're doing. I miss you. I miss our conversations. I've it's been a long time since I've had a connection with a woman like you. Would you even consider just being friends and like, whatever? And I was like, okay, yeah, I can do that. Cause I really had the it. Yeah. So we met for dinner and he was like, and so we started talking about it and he explained to me, like, I'm a, ver he's like, I'm a verbal processor. So I don't go away and think about everything you say. I just did it over the phone, which probably wasn't smart because you heard all of my fears and my, you know, kind of freaking out a little bit and all of my questions and probably my frustration too. And he's like, and I was so busy, concerned with how this affected me that I didn't really take the time to see how it was affecting you and that I wasn't making you feel safe. And he's like, I went and talked to some of my friends and his sponsor and, mm -hmm. and they told me that I was crazy, you know, that, yeah. that look, if she's all these things that you think are great, that's a once in a lifetime woman. Like, why wouldn't you make her feel safe? And this is where you went wrong. So he reflected on it all. And he was like, yeah, so I'm if you are willing and if I can make you feel safe again, I would love the opportunity. But I thought that it was very mature. And I thought, yeah, okay. When I, when I broke things off with you, you didn't bitch at me and complain and like call me a bitch. Like a lot of men who are using women do. Guys. Guys, exactly. <laughs> we love you're men. Right. They would never call you a bitch. A man would never. A man, you're exactly right. Yes. So I like the fact that he didn't just write me off. I like the fact that he went, that he has good friends to go back to and talk to who are guiding him in the right direction. I like that he was introspective. I liked that he could apologize. And I was just really impressed. Mm -hmm. So we are trying it again. Okay. And um, we have been out on two more dates and he has, we've had great conversations. Um, There's so many things that I like about him. Like he is totally LGBTQ friendly. And I have a transgender son. That's super important to me. Yeah. Um, I love that he is all about helping men and completely supports what I do about helping women. I love that he has shown commitment and dedication to his this program and that he has stayed sober through all these years. To me, that's a impressive shows discipline as well and what he said was you know 
you are giving me an opportunity to learn another lesson in life. Mm -hmm. You're giving me an opportunity to practice a skill that I haven't practiced in this area before. So yeah, I'll do it. And you are worth it. So I feel good. And I am, I have you in my mind constantly saying, good so far. Yeah. Eyes wide open. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did explain to him that he's going to, I need him to meet my kids, but they have a say in this as well. And he was uh, totally good with that, that I need to meet his friends um, and family as well. And he's good with that. So I feel like everything is going good so far yeah and i want to fuck him so bad <laughs> i want to climb that mountain and just stick my pole in the top and he is delicious to me however i have recognized that i need to brush up on my self-control skills so i would love to this is the area that i really want to talk to you about today yeah and i would love to tell you what i wrote down but first i'll let you so i want to talk to you about my notes and what i've written down about self-control but i will let you fill in real quick whatever you need to say so I'm well aware of the self-control route because I had to practice self-control and you'll remember in no more assholes slow dancing in the kitchen yes I remember you saying that yes so or I read that his name was Taylor okay. and Taylor was 10 years younger than me oh god <laughs> that's hard to resist <laughs> right Mm. So, uh, taller body builder, you know, kind of, but, but soft, you know, so bigger, but soft. Um, yes, I like that. He was a, um, manager. He had like 13 people under him at that tender age of 30. So you can imagine the, uh, presence and maturity. Yes. Right. To be 30 years old, managing people older than him. Confident. Confident. Uh, obviously intelligent. He uh, was handsome. Mm -hmm. He looked like a broski, but he he had he like like what it was that drew me to him was a sense of safety. Yes. It was a sense of safety. I'm used to being out and dancing and in clubs and on boat cruises and guys dancing nearby because they want me to notice them, maybe bumping into me a little bit, right? To get my attention. He never touched me, but he was nearby and I noticed him, but I ignored him and he stayed nearby. And I, I started feeling him because I was tapping into him and it was safety. So mm -hmm. When he reached out to me on Facebook, because I tagged my picture on that boat cruise at five minutes later, he's messaging me because Buddy was looking for me. Nice. So uh, the, he said, hey, uh, hey, remember me? And the first thing I said back to him is you don't have the patience for me because I knew where he was going. 
I said, mm. you have patience for me. He said, what do you mean? I said, I'm using a no kissing for three months dating role. He said, no problem. So he was coming to date me and he was, he was coming from two hours away to come and date me. Now, driving his nice Audi, playing the, the kind of music we like to listen to, tweaking it, playing the song for me, opening the sunroof. Like there was just so much peace with us and symbiosis and so much calm. He came to visit me and took me sightseeing. Took me sightseeing. Oh, that's so Yes, right? Plan things like, you know, and so that calm, intelligent, safe, you know, a, like charitable, generous. Uh, so of course I started to fall for him, right? He brought a radio to my house to play music while I was cooking. There's a slow dancing in the kitchen scene. Of yes. course I was getting feelings for him. And we would, we would be standing and we went to go eat with a couple of friends of mine. We went to a buffet restaurant. It, it's just in the car, we're holding hands at the restaurant. I got my arms around him. He's, he's, it was so easy to be close to him and to hold him. So I'm initiating affection with him and he's, he's taking in that affection and he's giving me that safe space to give him the affection. So what do you think I started wanting to do so bad? Give him those kisses. Yes. Yes. And it was so natural. And I, 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 and it happened so many times, like at least a dozen times, Holly, where like I'd go to hug him and I just automatically go to kiss him because I had that feeling about him. I was attracted to him physically. I was attracted to him emotionally. I was attracted yes. to him spiritually. It was all there there was so much alignment so much attraction and do you know what i would do oh <laughs> right exactly that though oh <laughs> and then i'd laugh i'd burst out laughing because it wasn't the date yet yes so what's your kiss date uh let's get the calendar so it's supposed to be uh, January 10th. So that was the date of your first date was November 10th? October 10th. Oct oh, uh, November, December, January. Yes, sorry. So October yes. 10th was the date of your first date. Yes. So that's what you keep in mind. The resisting of the impulses is easier because you know exactly for how long. I'm a woman who's true to her word. I don't want to kiss you and break my own word. I don't want to touch you there and break my own word. I don't want to let you cross a boundary that I want you to cross because I want to keep my word. I want to walk away from this knowing I put my money where my mouth is. I take pride in saying something and following through. Now, might you choose to kiss him a week before your kiss date? Will I demonize you for that? Of course not. I was thinking New Year's. So 10 days before, starting the new year with a kiss, 10 days before. So that's 80 days. Oh, I think that's good enough. I will give you that grace, my love. But listen. I love you. No, I take it back. I take it back. He's watching. He's watching. It's going to be on January 10th. Sorry. He's not watching. He's what do you not? mean he's watching? How do you know? 
Well, I can never be a hundred percent sure. What I know is that after I cut things that last time, the one time I blocked him on all the platforms. Okay. So, cause I didn't want him to see my videos saying why it didn't work. And I didn't want to hurt his feelings. I, you know, so he has been blocked. So, and believe me, if he, <laughs> if he had not been blocked, he would have some things to say, I think about some of the videos that, or things that, well, and that so many people were like bashing him and calling him a narcissist and all these things. He would have been really hurt. He would have said something for sure if he had watched my videos and been and been able to watch. So I don't, and he tell and he we talked about this. I said, I'm not gonna unblock you. I don't think it's this is my personal journal. Yes. To the world. And believe me, anything I say. For the most part, I'm going to say to you, but there are certain things that girl to girl, because that's why I feel like I'm talking to women, like girl to girl, there's just things I want to say. And I want to, there's things I want to talk about that I don't want him to know, like that I'm struggling with the self-control and that I'm horny as fuck. Um, <laughs> so he, so he was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, it's, it's, I don't need to watch it. So to my knowledge, he is not. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, he can get around that. He can make other accounts. But honestly, I don't think he's that like yeah. technologically. He's 57. Like, I don't really think he's doing that. Right. And in my opinion, a good man will be more, you know, he wants to be present. So, yes. uh, and he also doesn't want to encroach on your freedoms. My husband doesn't consume what I do. He doesn't read my books, my live streams, doesn't watch my TikToks because should he, and he, this is what I'm pretty sure this is what he tells himself. I don't want to tell her what to change because it's her business. So if I watch what she does and read what she says, I might want to correct some of the stuff that she says. And I don't want to put us in that position. So I simply don't consume it. That is very smart. Mm I agree. And, and I don't really want his opinion either <laughs> because I've made it this far on my own, trusting my gut and instinct, and I am making an impact. So I'm going to continue doing that. Now, there are things that I do talk about with him that I, with his AA background and all of his knowledge in that, he gives me great insight, but Ultimately, I know I can come on here and say what I want to say. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm thinking January 1st. Okay. So, and that's, that's fine. It gives you that ability to turn yourself away because it's not now. And I'm right. I, I'm so glad I didn't kiss him because if I had kissed him, my husband never would have won me back. I wouldn't be sitting here with mm -hmm. you today. This wouldn't be happening. This would not be happening. My life would have taken a left turn. So when you resist your impulses, you do have that greater outcome. Yes. Uh, 10 days early, New Year's Day. That sounds cute. It's an interesting day to start a relationship. Do you want your relationship anniversary to be on New Year's? 
Yeah, I think that's cute. Like, I think that's easy to remember. I think it's sweet. Yeah, I think that'd be good. I would recommend you talk about kissing styles. Like in New Year's, are you going to be alone? Are you going to be around other people? I have no idea. So it would be awkward if a first kiss happened in front of other people and you didn't like the kissing style. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Okay. So I wanted to talk through, here are the things that I wrote down about self-control and I would love your opinion. So first I wrote, ask yourself, will I be proud of myself tomorrow? And then act accordingly. Yeah. I wrote high value, high character people are long-term thinkers. They delay instant gratification for a long-term goal. So that helps me get back into self-control mode. Right. Here's another thing I wrote. We're so used to them giving us physical affection to validate their love for us. When in actuality, them respecting our boundaries and making us feel safe, that is a true representation that they care for me. Yeah. I wrote, if you can exercise self-control, then you start to respect yourself more. Your self-respect will also then increase your self-esteem. You will be proud of yourself. And the person who does not give into their impulses is the most free person in the world. They have control over their mind and their body. True. And their destiny. They, and their destiny. Their destiny. Because when you kiss the wrong person, doesn't it put you on a route that can turn very negative and those negatives need to be undone. So there's that time wasted and then the time you waste undoing those negatives. So your destiny also relies on your impulse control. Yes, that is true because I will get dick drunk and like be gone for the next six months. 100%. I agree. Uh, if we want to change the patterns in our life, then we have to change how we move in life. If you know the kind of life you want to have, then he will, then you will both sacrifice short-term pleasures to get that life. If you want a different experience, you have no choice but to do things differently. Mm -hmm. These are all like things I'm writing to myself to convince myself <laughs> not to like grab his dick. Okay. <laughs> uh, when we are at our lowest and we are being tested, the most important that is the most important time to pass the test yes. to prove to ourselves that we are the per person of our word. The most important thing in a long-term relationship is emotional connection. It is five times more important than a physical connection, according to the Godman Institute. So make sure you have a healthy emotional connection before you get into the physical connection. That is probably the one that I am saying the most in my mind mm -hmm. right now your goal your is investigating this emotional connection yeah that is the goal not physical connection <laughs> it's you have to like yeah I, I just want to shimmy that into your body there like i need to bring this deeper into myself so i can be able to be that person i do yeah. like People who say this is, oh, this is, eat. there are a few people that have commented that, what do you mean three months is no big deal? Like it's, it's easy. If, if someone 
you know, I don't think it's easy. Right. I don't think it's fucking easy at all. <laughs> I, I think it's easy. It's been pretty easy this whole time for the most part, because there's not been a viable option in front of me, but now there's an actual, like, wow. There's a lot of compatibility with our values. There's a lot of fucking chemistry, you know, physically. There feels like so far great emotional connection. Now it's hard. Yeah. Now it's really hard. So I'm trying to. Reel it in. Reel it in and not disappoint yeah. myself yeah. and not make a bad decision and to be a woman of my word. I don't want to like, mm -hmm. part of me doesn't, my animalistic primal nature doesn't want to do any of this shit, but I'm still, honestly, the good news is I'm still wrapped up in court cases with my ex on my restraining orders. Right. And that in and of itself is a constant reminder see bitch if you had done this yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be in this situation to begin with yeah okay so two more things self-control is hard to have when you are at a weak moment so choose not to put yourself in situations where you could be weak so for me i have to have the mentality and the rule that i just cannot be alone with this man okay i know that that sounds immature i know it sounds childish i know it sounds like what the fuck lady you can't have you don't have any self-control yeah right all of the above <laughs> all of the above if i am alone with him well i just can't i just why put myself in that situation right well, let me ask you this <clears throat> Holly, because yeah. why put myself in that situation? But let's put you in that situation because oh, you may be in that situation. So instead of us saying today, I'm not going to put my, I, I have to have a chaperone, right? Instead of saying, yes. I always have to have a chaperone until the day I kiss him. Let's not be that way. Let's strengthen ourselves to have the impulse control girl the impulse control that's all it is it's just impulse control i listen i feel it i want to do it but i simply don't okay first of all i have adhd hmm. i probably you need to Probably. Okay. I mean, look at me. <laughs> I'm not medicated. Right. I went off all my medications two years ago. I'm trying to do everything with life skills. So I know I struggle with impulse control. Mm -hmm. So how do I have impulse control in this area? I mean, I've written down mantras, but is there something that I haven't heard? Like I need help. Okay, let's draw on an example. Um, let's draw an example. Let's let's use an example of anger, because because we're talking about 
inflamed emotional states are we not yes right yes. so okay let's, i see where you're going here's an inflamed emotional state and here's another one and here's another one so let's take anger i have rage i don't know about you but i can get really mad can yeah you i'm going to raise white trash i got it i got it right now have you, in moments of rage, looked at a person, pet, or thing, and thought to yourself, I could fucking strangle you right now? Yes, I see where you're going with this one. Yeah. But I choose not to do that because, oh, okay, hold on. I choose not to do that because it would be harmful to that person and I love them. So what you're saying is to change my mindset where I'm choosing not to be sexual because I know that will be harmful as well. Because it could be. Because it could be harmful. Yes. For a lot of reasons, because I get dick drunk, Yeah. because I would no longer be a woman of my word, mm -hmm. because... I would be disappointed in myself. You could miss the red flags. I could miss, yeah, the dick drunk makes me miss the red flags for sure. Fall into another journey of discovering too late that this was a mistake. Okay. Yes. I used to be a violent person. I grew up in a kind of a violent family. And we would react by hitting. I mean, that was 25 years ago. 25 years ago, I decided that was not the life I was going to have because of my, I got married and I had kids and I didn't want them to see that. So I have total control over that now. In the beginning, did it take an effort to resist the impulse? Yes. How did you get through those moments? uh I would walk away walk away right yes. it's the turning away of the head yeah the redirection of your own physical body despite the emotions and impulses yes I would walk away now I don't have to walk away right now I'm wiser more in tune with my body. I don't really get that angry really ever anymore. So right now I just have to walk away, which is why I feel like me walking away is having a chaperone. But, but you can't always have a chaperone. I know. You trained yourself First, you walked your physical body away in those moments, which you're going to do around him. You're going to go, I got to go outside for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to the bathroom mm. right now. I'm going to go to the bathroom right now and go, go take a little breather. Initially, that's what you had to do. So do that for yourself now until you feel like you can stay in the same room and carry your emotions and impulses without translating them into behaviors. 
but you have the steps. Step one is walk away until I'm experienced and wise enough to be able to stay with my emotions. Yeah. And really it's a matter of, I still, look, I'm not going to sit here and act like I have my shit together. The fact is there are moments where I don't want to. Like my primal urges scream so loud <laughs> inside of my head. I look at him, I bite my lip, and I want to pounce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I have a hard time imagining that I'm going to be able, that I could be alone in a room and not pounce. But... You've given me a good analogy. I've done it before on the anger thing. I can do it. I can do it again on this. I just have, to, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to write just a small little mantra mm -hmm. that I can repeat over and over in my head. Okay. That's going to help me. What is that going to be? Don't be a bitch. <laughs> uh, we don't call ourselves names because we're. <laughs> oh, you're so right. You're so right. God, I love you. I am strong. I am in control. Yeah, I think probably what will work the best for me and my mentality is make yourself proud. Okay. Make yourself proud. I like that. Yeah, I think. Let me write that down. Yeah. Because I've really been doing a lot of work with my inner child and I want to make her proud. Yeah. Oh, that's going to make me cry. Oh. I want to make her proud too. You know, I want to make my future self proud. I want to make my inner child proud. I want to make myself proud. I want to make my children proud. I want to be a woman of character. I'm asking for a man of character. I have to be a woman of character then. Yes. Think of him. 30 years sober. Right. Impulse control. Yeah. You can ask him. You can say, in the beginning, how did you resist your impulses? I did ask him that last night. And, and he said... He said, I'd actually prefer to talk about this in terms of every, for one month, every year, he does this raw food diet. And he's like, it's, it sucks. I like donuts. I like pizza. <laughs> I like all this stuff. He says, he said, but what I discovered was the first week or two and the last few days were the hardest. But... Once I got through the first week or two and was proud of myself, that you just get like addicted to the progress yeah, and to that pride, that, that feeling of being proud of yourself. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes easy. Yeah. That's how I've been eight years without a fight with my husband. 
because I yeah. started like, three months without a fight, six months without a fight, a year without a fight. Yeah. I'm getting proud of being able to say all that time. And I didn't want to give that up. So instead of responding to my ego and vomiting into the relationship and creating something, I dealt with my thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked that he said that because I'm like, okay, well, we can apply that to our, you know, to what we have right now as well, that this, you know, few weeks have been hard, but as we continue to do this and are successful, we'll be proud of ourselves and, and it will feel more familiar, you know, because what has felt familiar is the old way of dating. Mm -hmm. That is almost like a, like a default, you know, the old way of dating, of kissing on the first date, having sex by the third date is the default. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I know enough about our nervous system to know that our nervous system keeps going back to what's familiar. So I just have to get through the rut of it not being familiar anymore. But God, it's not easy. Especially when they're great. It's yeah. easy when they suck. You go, oh, thank God. Right. But when they're amazing, it's increasingly difficult to not jump their bones. And believe me, my husband, right? Two and a half years of him coming to see me at the club. It was hot. Okay, listen, the man has the manual to my body. Like no one, no one had ever, ever touched me like that. Uh, <clears throat> Holly, there's a part of my body that had never felt pleasure from a man because not even I, I, I did figure it out eventually, but no man could ever play with my boobies in a way that was exciting to me. No man could ever kiss my neck in a way that was exciting to me. And he did both. Right. Mm. And it's like, oh my God. So now I'm married, right? You think I want to jump this man's bones eventually? You think I got to that point? Hell yes. Hell yes. Do you think I wanted to kiss him? Of course I did. Did I do those things when he came to see me Wednesday after Wednesday after Wednesday at the club? Did I kiss him? Did I in did I say meet after? Let's let's have sex. I want you so bad. No and no. No and no, because integrity is what you do when no one's watching. Right. So I loved having integrity. I followed the rules. You can touch me. Well, I let him touch my boobs, but. Well, that was, was your occupation. It was what, well, it was one of those clubs. No, I listen. I've worked in clubs where everything happens. Wink, wink. Right. Yes. In those clubs. And it's, you can touch me, but not my boobs are between my legs. I let mm. my husband start touching my boobs because I really liked the amount of respect he gave me and the way he touched me. And I get, I gave him that additional permission because he didn't, he didn't do me wrong by that. But, I love your honesty. Thank <laughs> you for saying that. I love your honesty. Yeah. But yes, like I, I wanted him. I wanted him so bad. 
when my husband, you know, finally came to me one day, he's like, there's this girl at work and I, you know, she just broke up with her boyfriend. I want to take her on a date. Can I, I'm like, yeah, can I go with my guy? Right. And he's like, oh yeah. Right. So, I mean, my husband was at my first husband was hoping to go all the way with the girl that he went on a date with. It didn't work out for him, but it sure did work out for me. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it was what we needed. We were putting a bandaid on a gashing wound that was bleeding everywhere. We weren't even seeing the blood. So yeah. Okay, I'm going to make myself proud. Make yourself proud. Because like, it's about what what are we going to say? One thing that I like to ask myself when I'm choosing my behaviors, my selections, my choices, my options. The question that I ask myself is, what will the story be? Hmm. When I'm telling this story, what am I going to get to say about myself? What am I going to get to say about my choices? What will people say about me? If they're telling a lie about me, I know what the truth is. So mm -hmm. the truth will come out. So even if people are lying about me, I know what the story is. So people who are actually telling the truth are going to come up against the lie and go, nope, the reality is this. So what will the story be? When you tell the story, will you say, I told him I'm using a no kissing for three months dating role, but I gave in after a month and a half, right? And will then, then that story be, I gave in after a month and a half and he turned out to have a lot of issues and wasn't quite ready for a relationship. Mm -hmm. So what will the story be? I set out, I, I used a no kissing for three months dating role and I used it until. I used it until there was somebody who could go the journey with me. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can do this. I want to say something about your January 1st kiss. Yeah. You told him January 10th. If you intend to kiss him January 1st, I don't want you to make it a surprise. Because okay. Here's another thing to think about he might not want you to break your own rules. So you might right. go for a kiss and he turns it down. Whoa, 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 wait a second. Are you sure? He right. Make sure you're not being impulsive. Okay. Yeah, I do see, considering he's in the AA program, he is someone who does value and respect commitments. So yeah, I'll tell him January 1st. So I would wait until December 31st. Oh, okay. <laughs> and if you still think you want to kiss him on January 1st, say, you know, I know I said January 10th, but I'm kind of thinking I would like to start my new year with a new kiss, starting a new relationship with a new man. What do you think? Okay. Oh, he'll love that. <laughs> Yes. So now you have consent on his part. Yes. And that's important yes. too. Yes. Yeah, that is true. This has been helpful. Yeah. I like the anger analogy. I love I love you always ground me really well and bring me back and give me great examples. I mean, you know what the hell you're doing, girl. There's no doubt about it. You are doing such a great job. And I have talked to him about your no arguing rule as well. Yeah. And I told him, I said, that's been my philosophy too. Ever since my divorce, 
I told him, I said, I don't fight. We can have discussions, but I'm not going to be yelled at. I'm not going to yell at you. Exactly. I'm not going to get pissy with you. I'm not going to roll my eyes and like control you, manipulate you, neglect you. I'm not going to do any of those things. And I expect the same in return mm -hmm. because I will walk away if that happens. Yeah. So, um, and he was on board with that so far. I mean, I really love that he's in this program and has a great support group of men to talk to and that he's very much on the introspective path. Yeah. So, and he has a proven track record of 30 years. So, so we will see. Yeah. It's weird that this is being played out publicly <laughs> for all to see yeah and it's so weird hearing everybody's opinions right. when they don't know all the information you know so anyway <laughs> this has been an interesting journey to say the least but I'm so grateful for you yeah and you were so helpful to me and I really love your honesty and I love your grace that you extend. Cause I really thought today I've been nervous to talk to you about this. Cause I was like, she's going to tell me that I have to change my date to the, cause we kind of stopped talking for 10 days and reset the first date kind of thing. Yeah. No, we don't need to. This is all a learning process. Yeah. And, you know, he, he showed up. He showed up for the first date. And now we are learning who they are. At some point in the process, you may stop it again because you're like, okay, I learned enough and this isn't for me. But mm. this is all data collection. So it's in yeah. three months. It's it we don't we don't include time spent texting or, or talking on the phone because that could easily be done doing other things. It starts when they purposefully show up for you, when they take the time and they don't see you as an inconvenience. Yeah. So this week I don't have my kids. So I'm seeing him three nights this week. Next week I'll have my kids. So I might not see him any nights right. next week. But we do talk on the phone and we did establish a boundary that we're not doing these four hour conversations anymore. Even he was like, yeah, yeah that was a lot. I was going to say like, you know, I wanted to say, try to keep it to an hour, an hour and a half max so that you're still living your lives because, yes. you know, listen, um, I like to keep uh, getting to know each other for face-to-face -face because when you communicate, you can also gauge reactions and we have lives to live. So we shouldn't be pulling each other away from the lives we need to live, the responsibilities we need to do. We have all the time in the world. I, and, and the thing is, it's normal for things to be so much so soon because it is so new, therefore so exciting. There's a lot of discovery to do. And I'm so, I'm so, ex it's like, it's Christmas. I keep opening these presents with you. It's so fun. I don't want to stop is the feeling you have in the moment. But 
everything fluctuates. And so this high that you're on is going to come down. And part of that will be, you know, let's force some moderation into this. But part of that is going to be a natural de-escalation of the chemicals that are being produced from the newness of the relationship. And then let's also keep in mind another evolution, which is going back to efficiency. So what's happening in what we call the courtship phase is an inefficiency. We're inefficient with our time. We're inefficient with our money. So I don't spend as much time with my friends, with my kids, with my hobbies, with my own interests, with my meditation, maybe with my things. I don't spend as much time because I spent more time with you because I feel so excited about this, so interested in this. This is so new. But that is going to settle back into, I need to get back to real life. And real mm -hmm. life requires efficiency with time and efficiency with money. So the dates, you know, we went to restaurants and restaurants and restaurants and restaurants. And now it's eating in and occasionally it's restaurants. It doesn't mean they like you less. It's just you come back to efficiency because you must be efficient in order to lead a healthy life. Yes, I will say the first like three dates he paid for everything and they were really nice restaurants and stuff but last this past tuesday we went on a date and i asked him if i could pay to reciprocate i heard you in my head and he was like are you sure <laughs> i was like yeah i just if we were truly together, I would have you at my house and be cooking you meals to reciprocate, but we're not doing that yet. So I would like to reciprocate, you know, and say thank you. And so he let me, he was impressed. Hmm. Yeah, of course he's impressed. <laughs> <laughs> you have the best dating coach in the world, my love. <laughs> exactly. I, you really are. You've changed my life. You really have changed my life. You taught me to value myself again. That I was worth it. And I lost that for a little bit. I love you so much. I love you too, Holly. How are you feeling? I want to cry. I'm PMSing as well, but... Um, I was, you know, I was worried that I was going to come on here and you were going to be super rigid with me and you're so full of grace. And that's how I know that you are legit, you know, because life is, uh, about discernment and flexibility and I'm just really grateful. I'm really really grateful for you you make me feel like I can do anything Yay. and you're just a loving wonderful person and I just really really appreciate you so much there's a shift the collective consciousness is shifting I it see is. It. I see it I see it on my live streams listen yes. I have three men in the chat boxes in my live stream all supporting me and what I love I'm it. Saying. All of it. All, three men. I know. I've seen them. And I, I I think feel like those are just the most powerful one message to get men to see it. 
and to speak it, it's so powerful. You're killing it, girl. You're killing it. All right. So we got to go. I love All right. you. I love you too. Bye, honey. Bye, love.